This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Voo Kool-Aid Drinkers! We are back! It is October 26th. And we are recording this on Wednesday night. And we are halfway through the week as the Lions prepare to go to battle against the mighty Dolphins. Is, is a Dolphin <laughs> mighty? We'll get into all that in a moment. Uh, but the Lions hosting the Dolphins um, this week in Ford Field. The Lions desperately needing a victory to hold on to this season to keep it alive. And um, it, there might be some good news on the injury front. So we'll get into all that, but in a moment. But first, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So we got New Jay. Hey, Lions faithful. Red Dog. Yo. Bob. Hello, hello. And Connor. What's up? All right, gentlemen. So as I mentioned, Lions hosting the Mighty Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins, a team with... A lot of controversy. They've lost uh, a couple, uh, a few draft picks here and there uh, based on how they dealt with. I mean, they offered like Tom Brady ownership stake, uh, Brian Flores firing, um, which may or may not have been racially motivated. That's still in the courts for to decide. Uh, there's just a lot going on with this franchise. On top of that, Tua had a major concussion issue uh, a few weeks ago. He was out for. A game or two, Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson, their backup quarterbacks, uh, were thrown in there. Uh, they, they were not too successful, really. But Tua came back last week against the Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Played decently, um, but he's clearly a step above them. Now, if you if you think he's a good quarterback, we can get into all that. But um, the, actually, the Tua rule is, <laughs> unfortunately, got applied to Amon Ra last week. And kept him out of the game. Oh. Amon Ra passed all the concussion tests on the sideline instantly, uh, but he got up a little wobbly, and because he got up ever so wobbly after a hit, he was automatically taken out of the game. So I'm not sure why they have the tests on the sideline if you're automatically out of the game anyways. Wow. <laughs> but alas. Uh, so, the Dolphins. How are we feeling, first of all, regardless of who the opponent is? Um, Swift looks like he's trending towards actually playing this week. How are we feeling about, you know, we've had a few days to decompress from the Cowboys game. Are we feeling good? Are we drinking the blue Kool-Aid this week on yes. this Wednesday? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Totally. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Why? The defense. Yeah, why? The defense. Tell the, let's, the someone, defense. I need somebody I, to explain to the listeners why. We're drinking. <laughs> I will. I will if you let me. UJ. <laughs> okay. The defense right now is feeling it, man. After that game mm. last week, I know he lost. It wasn't perfect, but. They like they discovered themselves suddenly, like they woke up out of their slumber, and I think they're feeling kind of a certain sort of cockiness now. I think these guys are ready to stretch their muscles a little bit more, see what they can do against this team. This is a good team to do it against, I think. And uh, yeah, I think that's the main reason. Plus, uh, hopefully, uh, Swift coming back too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. those are my main reasons. Rod Dog, you had some. 
I mean, yeah, it's it's the what the coaching showed me last week and their ability to adapt. I think, you know, the defense made a big leap forward and just understanding what they have. Sort of what Dan Campbell was saying in his presser uh, today or yesterday, I don't remember, but he was saying, you know, he finally we finally figured out kind of what of our identity, what our strengths are, as opposed to what we hoped they were based on the roster we had going into the season and what we expected. Like I think they did finally come to some realizations and made it some correct adjustments. The defense showed some big strides. I think the offense is going to get back on track this week. And I mean, I think they're building steam. And, uh, you know, Bob and uh, Connor and crew, uh, Sheila Camp came out. She said she's still supporting Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, despite the yeah. record. Um, you guys uh, agree yeah. with her? Are you happy it, to hear that still? Yes. I know it's year two. So. Well, on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, it is sad for all of us that she has to come out and say this less than halfway through the season. <laughs> That's never no. a good sign for the season. Uh, that being said, I don't see any re- reason to panic i mean if you look at josh pascal you look at some of the draft picks you look at some of the changes in the front office like this has always been a really long-term rebuild i know we expect results right away it would be great for the pod if they were winning if they were five and one instead of one and five but uh i mean it, it's they're playing the really long game here and i think we have to write the ship and, and stay on it until they give us a reason to think otherwise so i'm still drinking the kool-aid mm. yeah and i yeah. i i'm with you guys too because i well i in the last pod i was i doubled down at the at the low point <laughs> and uh so i think sheila might have heard the pod there and got inspired <laughs> to talk to the press about that so i'm totally <laughs> Very plausible. we got the voice of the owner on this podcast <laughs> um hey you, you gotta you have know, some faith man. you know matt you patricia gotta... nine twenty and one uh, in his in his ten years of Lions uh, coach, Dan Campbell four eighteen and one. Uh, it, hey, it, let me. It's totally briefly talk about that because circumstance because everyone brings I, that up. And I just wanted to bring it up because it's a I, point that I've seen thrown around. I I just want to bring right. up the fact that Patricia inherited a really good team. Yes, uh, exactly. Campbell <laughs> inherited a terrible team, and we got rid of like two of our best players like right out of the gate. So you know. Yeah, totally different point, situation. Bob. Thank you for putting that right to rest, Bob. I <laughs> and, just wanted to throw it out there. Too, and uh, there's a matter of a vibe check. Like, you know, that was a toxic team environment that Patricia built. He, and like Bob said, he took that team down a few pegs. That was toxic. You could feel it. The wins didn't matter so much as the context. And I think this is a totally different vibe for this team. Hmm. All right. Well, let's get into the injury news a little bit. Uh, as I mentioned, DeAndre Swift had his first full practice since week one. Uh, so that's encouraging, at least. Um, a few new injuries. Uh, no practice on Wednesday for Hawk, Jonah Jackson, uh, Matt Nelson, Charles Harris continued to still be out. Uh, Mike Hughes, Deshaun Elliott, Iffy, Chase Lucas. So still a long injury list. A lot of new injuries on there. Uh, but especially uh, Hawk and Jonah Jackson, hopefully that is, uh, you know, not something that comes to fruition on Sunday. We need them out there. We need this whole roster mm-hmm. out there. It's already limited roster. Uh, we need them. Amon Ra, limited practice uh, in concussion protocol, but he, by all accounts, is expected to play. Frank Ragnow still hurt. Taylor Decker, a neck injury. Uh, you know, be used spot in practice, just limited I, I, I would guess he plays. Uh, Will Harris is also back yeah. out there too. So, 
<laughs> oh, we now need all our help we save, baby. <laughs> but yeah. uh, need everyone we can hand. <laughs> all hands on deck. That's yep. right. True. How come um, our injury report is always like a book? It's not just like a yeah. couple people. It's always like yeah, this right. huge, <laughs> huge printout. <laughs> Seriously, it seems wait, like I gotta wait for the injury report. Still printing. Hang on, hang on. We gotta wait for it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's just uh, me, but it seems like league wide there's more injuries than there used to be. Maybe that's not true, but it feels true. Turf and you know, just faster people. Yeah, what do we think over. about that? Uh, JC, I don't, I don't have this on my you know outline or anything like that, but JC, uh, Treader, he's the I, I think he's still in charge of the player association. If not, he was, and he's been very outspoken. Uh, about playing surfaces in the NFL, they're they're sometimes kind of subpar, <laughs> and there's a lot of injuries. Like, uh, and th- this is really a reaction to a, a guy in the Rams stepped on a piece of carpeting and tore his ACL on a Monday Night Jeez. Football, or, or I'm sorry, the Chargers or, or no, the Broncos. Sorry, a linebacker on the Broncos stepped on a piece of carpet that was just like off to the side that probably should never be there. Is covering some wires and stuff like that. But it probably should be like hard plastic. But either way, these especially new turf, just from experience, a new new turf is bad for Achilles injuries. Historic yeah. historically newer turf, if like it, when it's not broken in, uh has a lot more Achilles injuries than not. And if you've seen like field playing surfaces like the Bears have, for instance, they're just like worse than a lot of high school oh, yeah. fields in the area their grass is gnarly i yeah. played on it for the yeah. prep bowl a couple times and it um, was i was always like blown away by how it wasn't any better that the only difference was the big stadium around it the field was like any like a uh, yeah. grammar school field but that yeah. is real grass and i don't i know some of the players were saying they should just go to all grass right that, uh, and that, that, that gets back to jc Trader was saying we should get completely rid of turf Put all natural grass in all fields uh, to that. eliminate I injuries. I don't know how the Lions would do that in a dome. Yeah, that's like tough. the Cardinals can do it. They roll out their grass outside and push well, yeah. it back into the stadium. They're building it now. You'd have to retro or uh, grandfather in the giant UV lights just basking down to give them sunlight. Just yeah, like everybody plant it like the night before. It's like, like a nice like, like a community gathering. <laughs> Poke holes in the roof. What's that, UJ? Cut a hole in the roof, man. Roll it <laughs> yeah, or like Minnesota, you just you know get a bunch of snow and just a hole opens up eventually. Turf does suck <laughs> though. Go. I don't know any athletes. It's that, that springiness. You add that springiness to you're already natural. Like think about it this way: these guys are bigger, faster, and stronger than any point in of human history. Like these guys are turning into such freaks, and the body mm. hasn't changed all that. Like so many of these tendon injuries are these dudes just pushing their body to limits. Like. You watch uh, Tariq Cohen pop his Achilles because he's just moving his feet so damn fast and powerful. You do that and just line up something just a little off or something, your body, those tendons just can't hold up to that power and then add the springiness of the turf on top of that. And it's and it's not surprising that all this is happening. And then, you know, for concussions as well. But uh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let, let, let's get back into the game uh, for Sunday here. So the Dolphins, if you're not aware too, obviously their quarterback, um, but they are kind of loaded, at least uh, wide receiver-wise. That's what the strength of this team is. Obviously, Tyree killed the big speed. offseason. Yep, speed is the name of the game for them. Uh, Raheem Mostert, wow. Chase Edmonds, pretty speedy running backs. Um, but, yeah, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell, uh, the two big names on this offense. And then Mike Gusecki, their uh, tight end, pretty athletic tight end. Um, the, the, I need to see their uh, – 
injury report, actually. Uh, Tariq Armstead, Taron Armstead, still he hasn't he didn't play last week, and he is a, extremely this offense when he's playing their left tackle, um, formerly of the Saints left tackle, um, is phenomenally better EPA wise everything. Uh, but he has not played the last couple weeks, and it's really hurt them. So it'll be interesting to see if he's ready to play. I've no insight. Um, if he will be, I think he's trending towards not playing. No, he didn't practice today. Uh, so that would be huge. Um, and then on defense, uh, just a couple notable players, Melvin Ingram, uh, and probably the, probably the most, well, Jalen Phillips, the safety or, uh, outside linebacker, sorry. And then, um, Xavier Howard, the cornerback, they'll put him in a lot of man coverage. So if Amon Ra is playing, expect him to be out there, uh, going one-on-one with, uh, I don't know if he's the highest paid quarterback in the league anymore, but he's definitely top five. Uh, so a great match for Monra. Um, but this, we should have the offense uh, advantage in the offensive line in this game. Would you guys agree? I would oh, yeah. totally agree. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So what do you guys want to see out of this offense that we haven't seen the last couple of weeks? I do want to see uh, points, points, touchdowns, yeah. well, <laughs> lots of points. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. no fumbles on the one yard line. would be cool. Schematically, no pick sixes. <laughs> Now we need Goff to get back to his early season form for sure. I mean, he mm-hmm. he's got to take a do a little uh, gut check this week. Well, if come back and play yeah. much better this week, he has to. You know, he'll have Amon Ra back, and you know most of his core back, and hopefully Swift, and uh, he should have no excuse for not playing a better game this week. So, to yeah. me, it's do mm-hmm. or die for Goff. If Goff doesn't start playing really well very soon. I think the writing's on the wall for him, unfortunately. You just can't be that. Bring in Nate Sudfeld halfway through the season. <laughs> God, <laughs> yeah. that? I don't. Yeah, maybe not that, but in terms of Goff's long-term future with the with the team, I think it's so, more doubt than it was three weeks ago. Did you guys were you guys ever expecting him to be resigned eventually, or like? Because I here's something I just saw brought Goff? up somewhere else. Yeah, and like, and oh. at the very least, even if Goff does struggle this year, like. And we do end up drafting a quarterback next year. Like we don't have to le- get rid of Goff next year either. He could potentially still hold down the starting role, you know, as a rookie gets a chance to, uh, you know, assimilate. So I mean, we're not necessarily in a bad position with Goff, regardless. I feel like as long as he's not like absolute garbage, which I don't think he will be. Uh, I think he'll be a serviceable starter at the very least going forward. Well, what do you guys enough, think? Enough tools around him. I I would agree with that. Just seems that when things break down and aren't perfect, uh, he struggles. Like so, every other quarterback, well, yeah, a little worse. Like but there's other uh, there's other quarterbacks that still no they have rise more. above that. Well, yeah, I saw his interview nice. today, and he was talking about his pocket presence and how he screwed up last week, and he was going to practice it this week. So yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> That's all we need. <laughs> all right, <laughs> so he's aware of it. He's aware of it. So okay. I'm going to run five yards further back. Not forward, <laughs> yeah, in the pocket. I only step back further. Yeah. I wonder if he like <laughs> sees a sports psychologist because sometimes it feels like it's like a consistency thing, and he just gets in his own head. Like he has the ability to command the pocket. We've seen we saw it. It the first four weeks. Yeah, right. I think when he gets flustered and something bad happens, he just reverts to some some bad version of himself. I don't know what it is, but he's yeah, he does. It's not natural. Like the, it sort of reminds me when Stafford learned to throw, put touch on his deep ball. Like that first year, he was dropping dimes, but you could always tell he was so much more conscientious about every throw, and he went through a process. Like 
and now he just does it reflexively. It feels like Goff is still learning that, and like when he doesn't, when he falls off his training, it just reverts to old bad habits. Yeah, he's just got to keep keep refining. Keep yeah, getting better. Keep better. you heard about all training camp? Like he looked great, and then the first four weeks of the season, he looked great, and then the last two weeks. He's lost a little bit. Without his receiving yeah. core, his old line starting to struggle well, a little that, bit. Yeah, that goes I, I, to I what, don't think they struggled as much as that goes to what UJ said the about showed. the uh getting people back, getting the right pieces around him, because when he had a pretty healthy offense, he did pretty well, you know, with Shark out there yeah. and um Swift yeah. and those guys, Amon Ra. So maybe he'll be better this week with Amon Ra back full strength. Yeah, and unfortunately Swift. he I think he relies on uh the pieces around him more than some of the quarterbacks do. So yeah, he's not the top tier guy who's no. gonna create everything for himself. He needs help, but that's most quarterbacks in the NFL, honestly. <laughs> like, you, I mean, even Tom Brady. When when does Tom Brady look human? When his pieces around him start failing, when the O line starts failing, that's when Tom Brady suddenly looks like every other quarterback. It's fun there. watching him implode all of a sudden. Though. I'm liking it. Well, now I, I'm not even talking <laughs> about now. I'm thinking more like yeah, yeah. That, there's some joy in that, even though it's like it's like jealousy. He's just so great. You gotta. <laughs> Well, yeah, let, let, let's see how Goff is. I mean, I, I, I'm not expecting Reynolds to be out there this week. Uh, he, he got downgraded. Uh, he, he has a knee oh, problem geez. going on. Um, and that's been Goff's go-to guy. Um, he finally went under his receiving yards last week, Connor. But uh, it was, oh, I think that was because he didn't, he didn't play a lot of the game because he, yeah. he, he kind of was injured. and It would have cashed. I think. Yes, I, I, but I don't think uh, if I if I had to guess, he's he's trending the wrong direction. He got downgraded, uh, not upgraded, or or stayed the same for his injury report this week. Uh, but this this is a Dolphins team that, that, that you know they play tough. They they were three and zero to start the season. Beat the Patriots twenty to seven. Beat the Ravens forty two to thirty eight. And a crazy comeback. Damn. They beat the Bills twenty one to nineteen, despite the Bills having ninety offensive plays against their defense to their. 38 or 48 either way it was like an insane amount difference uh but then they lost three in a row to the Bengals. they got crushed by the jets and lost in a close one to the vikings um they played the Bengals three times in a row Hmm? no they lost the Bengals three times in a row they lost three times in a row to the okay i get it i was just making a joke z clearly funny everybody on this podcast is laughing we always laugh at his jokes they're always like Mm-hmm. You guys just don't get it. Where's that cricket sound effect? Drop it in. <laughs> UJ will do um, it I mean, is there anything else you guys uh, you know, wanted to kind of bring up about this game? Uh, before yeah, we get there, there, there is something that worries me. I, I, was ahead, watching this, I was watching a movie the other day called The Other Guys. It's a comedy of Will Ferrell <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg. And, and there's this Great one there. scene where uh, Mark Wahlberg sees me like a lion and the dolphin, you know, but then Will Farrell comes back with this story of how the dolphins had to come back and get the lion to learn how to adapt the land and come out somehow come back and get the lions, you know, and seek revenge in the night while they're sleeping or something like it. It's, it's a crazy scene if you ever see it. Maybe we should put it on this pot. I don't know, but isn't it Marlins? But in you know, in, in, Marlins, that story, yeah. in that story, the dolphins like kill the lion. <laughs> made me worry a little bit, but. So you're concerned. That's, so they were Marlins, That's so not how okay. this conversation uh, was, <laughs> you know, you expected to go, was it? <laughs> America! No. Oh, I, I love that movie. Did you just scream America? <laughs> hey, uh, anyway. You think because of the, the beard that I'm hairy, but I'm not. 
there wasn't, that up, I think there wasn't even like an awning. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyway, I had to bring that up. It was too funny. We got through a lot of other guys' quotes. Uh, oh, but, that's all right. We'll aim for the But we have some predictions in a game to discuss here. Connor, I know oh, you want to throw some yeah, out Yeah, predictions. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I was just going to bring up Hutch, who I know some people are down on. But I think he's... Why? He's Why are they down? I made a great game last week. Yeah, yeah. it was the best game yeah. yet. I don't know. There were some criticisms. Are you down on him? There were some criticisms of his one-on-one battles, I think, on this podcast. I, I made them, but I, I'm saying oh, he still needs to be more consistent Z. overall. I think he's tied with all rookies for pressure, quarterback pressures. On, yeah. For first. Um, I'm saying he hasn't garnered enough respect uh, still by by other teams. Uh, he's still left a lot a, alone a lot one-on-one, and I think he just needs to win them a little more. Fair enough. Anyways. If you go back and watch the film, he loses a lot of them still. But he, he made two nice You know that's nice most plays. DNs, right? He made two nice you know, plays. Haters you know, hate. D linemen lose the vast majority of their reps. Yeah, you look at his sack total. He's better than like a bunch of these guys. Where well, I don't have the list in front of me, but there's a bunch of stars that he's better than the sack total. I mean, you know, wasn't he above Aaron Donald? Like I said, he wants an All Pro now. I want to see more out of him. Well, well yeah, you have a rookie, a rookie he's working and that. but you I want an All Pro now, and he is gonna grow. Paul J. G. Wentworth. I wasn't okay. eight seven seven All Pro now. Okay, enough of that. I was right. trying not, not. I was kind of trying know. to start a fight, but not actually. I, I really <laughs> just wanted to say uh-huh. I expect another big game out of Futch, and I expect a disruptive presence. And I'm curious to like see it. with uh, Pascal. I think the D line is going to really interest me, particularly of, of all the units this week. I think the D line is going to. I want to see if they keep building on it and what they got going here with these mm-hmm. young guys. Oh yeah, especially if Armstead's out. That'd be a Make yeah, a boon for the Lions' defense in this yeah. game. I know we've talked a lot about Goff, but I think that D line is is just as interesting to me this week. Abs- absolutely, absolutely. So, all right. Uh, before we get into our ever famous predictions, we actually have a new segment, and uh, it doesn't involve any of us, believe it or not. It actually <laughs> involves the Lady Lions. Now, I don't know if we're gonna do this on Wednesday or Monday. We're trying it out. You know, we try out things on this podcast from time to time. But uh, this is just a quick little segment. Um, produ- producer Kid J, is, is it? Are we calling it spilling the tea? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> it's spilling the uh, spilling the Kool Aid, I think. All right, <laughs> that makes more sense. That makes more. You wrote to me that the segment is <laughs> spilling the tea, so that's well, a play uh, on spilling the tea. Ah, spilling yes. the Kool Aid. Uh-huh. So this new segment, before we get into our predictions uh, is called spilling the kool-aid with our lady lions so we'll introduce them here now hello lions fans this is the lady lions and we are ready to spill the kool-aid um we've got here with us big g yo little g ayo and I'm J-Dog, and we're here the day of the Lions-Cowboys game. Uh, uh, and we're here to give you our perspective. Um, first, we're going to go ahead and have our hot takes of the game, starting with Big G. Whew. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree. It's a very tough one today. Um, very disappointing in a lot of ways. Our defense actually stepped up to the plate today. 
Um, but our offense did not, unfortunately. <laughs> Finally, our defense is actually doing pretty decent, and our offense cannot put up the points that they were putting up in the beginning of the season. And it was just extremely frustrating. A lot of just shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, a lot of penalties, a lot of loss of first downs that we had and got taken back. It was awful. It was awful. Oh, I don't know. What do you guys? I, mean, I couldn't agree more. But what do you think, Lil G? I would have to second Big G's point. Um, I was talking with my mom after the game, and like she said, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed because I know we could have played better, um, especially on our offense, especially on our QB, um, who I am a huge supporter of, but I do believe that he can play better than he did today. And I believe he will turn it around, but games like these are winnable games, and it's frustrating and very disappointing to see them kind of just shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. Yes. Like you said, it was winnable. I mean, we were in the game the entire time until the last two minutes where they, we really just gave up basically. Right. It was a close game the whole time. No. And at the very end, I mean, I was like, we can literally still get a touchdown do an onside kick and still like, I mean, even to the very, like at the very end. And then that last like weird wonky turnover and it was, it was brutal today, but ladies, I think I've already told you this, but it's actually not on the lines. It's actually on my husband because (laughs) um, I told him not to ever take Jared Goff again on his fantasy team. And gosh, darn it. He did. And we are currently fighting because I told him it's completely his fault. Um, Man, Goff just had a tough game today. Hard to watch. But also, I think one of my hardest plays to watch was when we were actually getting yardage, driving down the field. I was so confident that we were going to get a touchdown. And our guy, Jamal, just drops the ball. It hurt my heart. Like, it just, we were, we, I, in my head was like, oh, we're getting a touchdown in this drive. There's just no doubt about it. It was like, we were going down pretty confidently. Things were working. Things were clicking. Goff looked the best he looked like the game during the game. And then that happened and it was just, oh, it was brutal. brutal. Yeah. This is one of those games as a Lions fan that we've seen before. And it's just feels like everything's working against us. And even if one side of the ball is playing well, the other side has to play like absolutely terribly. And there's no, no crawling out of the hole we've dug for ourselves. No. Yeah. I, I do feel like at least the defense showed promise today. That is like, that's probably the best takeaway from the game. And finally, Hutch got his, you know, sacks. sacks. He's been so due for sacks. He stepped up to the plate. Oh, he really did today. It was hard to see the reversal of like before, like just feeling like the defense wouldn't give the offense a break. And now today seeing the de- or the offense not giving the defense a break was yeah. super tough to watch. Yeah. Six points in two games is unacceptable. Um, oh. Yeah. From the most scoring to the least scoring. It's like what? What? Ha- I, okay. I know we have injuries. So, and of course, yeah. Amonra was back in, had to get leave with concussion immediately. Protocol. So it was like, oh, <sighs> so, well, okay. So this game, we can all agree, sucked. But ladies, let's take some of that Kool-Aid and get ready to spill it out. Because, I mean, one thing that we're here for as the Lady Lions is we like to get the full perspective on the games, not just on the field, but what we get to see behind the scenes, because we all are avid followers of not only our players, but our players' wives. We just like 
are so interested in their lives. Um, but so here's our follow of the week. So this is, will kind of lighten up the mood a little bit because we all need some lightening up, of, lightening up of the mood. Yeah. So Big G, why don't you go for us? Who is our follow of the week? Our follow of the week, I believe, we all believe, is a no-brainer. Kendra's Kitchen. This is Taylor Decker's wife. Um, just gave birth to their beautiful baby girl, Daisy Decker. Um, I think it's been exciting because. Her and Penny Sewell's wife have been pregnant. So it's kind of been fun following them and wondering when is it going to happen? And to our delight, she posted um, two days ago the announcement of little Daisy Decker um, to the Lion family. Um, it was a very precious post. Um, so in love, sweet Daisy Faye Decker was born on October 18th. 728 in the morning and completely stole our hearts. Welcome to the world, little angel. So that's definitely someone that we can all follow. I'm very excited. Get more content. I think it's gonna help amplify her content, having little Daisy involved, especially on mm -hmm. game days. I don't know if you guys agree. I mean, she already posted today with her little daddy. So yes. But <laughs> yes. we hope that it also maybe inspires our offensive line a little bit more. We got Taylor Decker now, you know, he has a kid at home. He should be fighting harder. I was hoping Daddy Decker would really come out today um, because of this, you know, he didn't have the best game to get a penalty. Yeah, um, he had a holding call. Uh, a holding call. Yeah. So I was like hoping, you know, the spark of little Daisy would really invite him today. Not so much, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe he's a little tired from dad life. Dad life. Um, all right. Well, so that's our follow of the week, but we have to put this out there because we expect a lot out of our Lions ladies, meaning the Lions wives and even our Lions players, but we also have a, we expect more, um, of the week. So Lil G, why don't you take that away for us? So our, we expect more of the week is an important one this week. Um, and this would be Jared Goff's fiance, Kristen Harper. Um, she's a great follow in general, but she was at the game in Dallas today and we got, I think three stories or two, I think from the game. And, you know, we were spoiled with Kelly Stafford's content from game days, but we do believe that there's definitely room for improvement. Um, just kind of getting to see the perspective of being an opposing fan when you're married to someone on the field, it can be hard. I would imagine being surrounded by people who want your fiance or husband to fail. So we thought that that would have been an interesting perspective to get this game day. And we were not fed the kind of content that we wanted. I agree. Uh, we're hungry for more. We are hungry for more. And, you know, as we've done, you know, as we're spilling the tea, this is just a shout out to all of those Lions wives who do post, but you know, let's up it or not. Yeah. We're, we're watching. We're ready. We, we support you. We support you. We support your husbands. We want to see what your lives are like. And, you know, we feel like you guys do add to the team. So we want more. Yes. This is, yeah. you know, our general call out. All right. Well, that's enough for us spilling the tea today, but we'll hopefully be back spilling the tea soon. Uh, not spilling the tea. I'm sorry. Spilling the Kool-Aid. Um, but all right. You guys ready? Yeah. One. <laughs> Two, three, go. go. Lions! This is the story of the one. 
As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, so there's our Lady Lion segment. Uh, so and insightful. hopefully we'll hear more from right. them uh, throughout the season. Most of also we're gonna, maybe we give them like Saturday or that we we still moving into. The, I don't know what we do, but we'll give them a. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like I know our team so much better when they go on and talk about the Lions. <laughs> so, add something. let's wrap up the podcast here um, with our ever-famous prediction. So, the Ooh. Lions at home. Of course, a 1 o'clock Eastern noon kickoff. Lions three-and-a-half point underdogs this week at home. The, the age of the Lions being favored is long gone. <laughs> Remember those nice two weeks when we were favored? Yeah. Um, and the over under is 51 and a half. It is a mm. big one. It's the big one. So let's start with Connor. I love your it. prediction. I love the under in this game. I, uh, mm. I think the offense will bounce back to an extent, but I think Swift's going to have a little bit of rust. He's shaken off. And I think the D is going to keep building on things. I think it's going to be, uh, ooh, Let's say 21-17 Lions. Ooh. All right. We like it. All right. All right. Let's go run dog. All right. You know, I was feeling a little down until Bob told me about how Goff said he's going to work on it this week with his past, <laughs> his pocket presence. Now I'm like, all bets are off. I think we're going to get the over by ourselves and score 52 points. Uh, seven of those are going to come from the defense when Hutch, Hutch sack fumbles and, and takes it home. Just and then he's gonna say, "See, Big Z, I can win my one-on-ones." He knows. He listens. And so I hope that I hope uh, I'm motivating him on the field. That's great <laughs> for me. I think Tom Kennedy is gonna go off in this game along with St. Brown. I think uh, our 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 quick little guys are gonna make it happen this week along with Swift mm. uh, to put up some big points. All right. Wait. So what was your final score? Oh, uh, fifty-two to three. They're gonna get a field oh, okay, goal. I missed that one. Okay. Yeah, All the right. defense is gonna be tight. A little letdown so there. Yeah, a little bit of a letdown. Three points. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. We'll learn to forgive you later. I'll drink more Kool Aid. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Bob, <laughs> prediction. Predictions. All right. Well, we're coming back <laughs> home. Back home to the, the beloved Ford Field, and uh, the Dolphins. They've been up and down this year. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of them. Most of the clips I've seen of him have to his head bouncing off the turf from different angles, but uh, hopefully that won't happen to him this week, but uh, we'll, we'll get some licks on him. But their defense, up and down. They give up 42 points. They hold the Bills to like 19 or whatever, but they're going to run into a buzzsaw in Detroit because uh, the Lions got swift back, um, pocket presence, practiced. You know, it's all good right now. So <laughs> I think our offense is going to start clicking again because Amon Ra is also back, which is huge for this team um so we're gonna be back in that 35 we're gonna get those touchdowns 38 17 lions mm. the defense mm. will stay inspired mm. to crush right. them take the over i think that's the over yes yes all right that would be the over oh yeah all right let's go baby uh uj yeah 
Yeah, well, I, I, I'd take the over in this game, too, because uh, for some of the same reasons you guys said, I think golf's going to have a bounce-back game, especially with the presence of Swift there. I think it's going to make a huge difference in the offense, him and, and Brown, uh, St. Brown. So I, I just hear offense uh, doing some really good things. Uh, and uh, our defense, our defense is not going to totally stop the Dolphins. They got some weapons, too. But uh, I think we'll stop them enough and in key times when we need to. So I'm looking at a score, something like 32 to 27, something Ooh. like that. It'll be a little mm. close, right. a high score, but the defense is going to make a couple key sets. The defense right now, I don't know. It, the last week was kind of inspirational to me, the way they played. Plus, you know, coming back after it's been like at least three weeks since we've been back in the home crowd again, it's some home cooking is going to be good for this team. Uh, I think they're just going to be feeling it. They're going to be psyched. They're going to... Re- they're going to come out flying, man. And it's going to be a good game, hard, hard game, but we're going to win it in the end. So, uh, 35 to, or 32 to, uh, 27. So. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Wow. All what right. a score. Yep. Exciting game. Is that a lot of field goals? I'm trying to put in my head. How do you score 32? Uh, well, 10 field goals. I was, and a I <laughs> really thinking hard about it when I came <laughs> Anyway. All right, I like it. Maybe a two-point conversion down there at some point or something like Maybe. that. Maybe. I don't know. There you go. All right. Beautiful. 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 So, all right. Uh Lions at home. Desperately needing to win. I love desperate teams, especially as underdogs, especially at home. Uh, this is a great spot for the Lions. Um, I think we know you love a desperate team. A little timid. Uh, he did not play great uh coming back um off the injury list from his concussion now maybe that was just like a rusty game against a bad opponent in the Steelers but I think it might be a little more I like the way this Lions defense was trending last week uh coming in this week against what I think is a lesser well no I I think this offensive line is not as good as the Cowboys and I like our defense line I was encouraged by Pascal last week that was really nice to see uh I was encouraged by Hutch Believe it or not, I was encouraged by him. I looked for him <laughs> up, hey. up this week, especially if Arnstead is not there. But it will be a close one. You know, this this Lions team needs – I think the team, they don't need to blow out a team. I think they need to, like, come out with, like, a tight win at the end. Uh, I, I think that's going to be better for them in the long run. Because uh, uh, So, having said all that, I'm going to go 27-24. Lions, so that's the under by half a point. 27-24 Lions at home. Uh and yeah. the money badger, Michael Badgley. Uh that that was what he used to go by in San Diego. Uh now LA Chargers before he got cut. And you can't have a name money badger get cut by a team, but that's what he used to go by. Uh but he looked good last week. He comes up with a game winning field goal at the end of the game. Uh and the Lions take this home and Hutch has a couple more sacks this week. At least All one right. and a half. Yeah, I like that. I like it. We all predict a Lions victory. Whoa! Maybe Kirby Joseph finally snags an interception this week. Oh yeah, I think so. That'd be a nice right there. There you go. Yeah, it'll be it's opposite week. You know, Tua throws the ball the opposite. You know, the wrong way. He throws lefty. Uh, so maybe Kirby Joseph will catch (laughs) one rather than drop it. Uh, Did they? Bob, you throw, I just want to you see throw, him make him make it. You throw the wrong way too, right? You throw <laughs> yeah, you, lefty. That's the right oh. way to do it. If you look in a mirror, you're telling yourself you're throwing right. <laughs> in reality, you're throwing it the wrong way. But, oh my god! I just figured that out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see Kirby Joseph make a guy flip again. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Would be nice if you know he didn't catch it at all. 
and we didn't have to, but I do like. Well, we got a fumble, fumble though. Yes, I do like that part. All right, so <laughs> let's wrap it up. Um, we want to thank sidelinereport.com for hosting the podcast. Always greatly appreciate that uh, um, for hosting the podcast. Spotify, Apple, Reader Podcast. Please download, please subscribe, please leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that as well. We want to thank the Lady Lions for yeah. their yeah. segments. Uh, yeah. So I hope you appreciate that. You know, uh, that we are big fans of them. They're big fans of the Lions, and they drink the Kool-Aid. So always appre- greatly appreciate that. Um, and thank you to our producer, of course, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Uh, we always appreciate the work he does on the podcast. Um, and Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Follow us on there. Let us know your predictions for this upcoming weekend's game against the Dolphins. Otherwise, gentlemen, listeners, that will wrap it up for us. Have a great weekend. Uh, it's going to be a great Sunday night. We, I, I'm, I'm going to promise you, it's going to be a great Sunday night. This is going to be a Lions victory. We're going to have a, ourselves a grand old time being two and five um, <laughs> this weekend. Be awesome. Yes, sir. <laughs> the best two so, and five team also, in football. Be great. Be safe out there. Uh, Lions fans, uh, I don't know if you're wearing like the bag over your head for as your Halloween costume or not. Maybe you have something better in store. Uh, I saw some, uh, did one of you send that or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> or some, somebody was, but, uh, anyways, uh, have a safe and happy Halloween as well. The lions will scare the dolphins this Sunday. I should have probably started with the podcast with that pun, not the end, <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, uh, thank you everybody for listening. And last but not least, as always, go! Go! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock! Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.